Here's a message from Ken Lavica. This is not time for smiles and rainbows and sunshine. It's time for dumpsters. This football weekend sucked. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. If you want something that's going to make you feel good, warm and fuzzy, puppies, unicorns, head to Disney Radio right now. Because you're not getting it here. You're not getting it here, at least for the next hour. As long as my name's on this show, there's going to be disgruntled whining and complaining. Deal with it. Ken Levick alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the now once again humid and uncomfortable Intracoastal. Radio Life partner, Friday Night Lights, Stone Labanowitz. He runs this catastrophe until 2, uh, two o'clock. And then, man, we are full house. We are full house today. Monday means WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29's own Theo Dorsey. His Monday appearance is underway. And the pride of John I. Leonard, the Indianapolis Colts, Washington, San Francisco 49ers. He led the NFL in receptions. He is Pierre Garçon, who, by the way, Theo's making a TV star in his own right. You know, I got to make sure, you know, I'm up there having my fun on TV. I got to make sure Pierre kind of takes it over and on Sundays we've been doing it big on WPTV I appreciate it a lot man you taking me down the right path yeah that's right we break breaking down plays Pierre's pivotal plays what do you mean by that we do the local love it's it's a lot of fun I love that we got some media heavyweights uh (laughs) in with us here today um I I just we need to start with this okay we need to start with and and I'm I'm definitely chapped about the Dolphins and we'll discuss that for a moment and not necessarily what happened on the field but what happened uh, three decks up uh, with some dude randomly with binoculars on the first play of yesterday's Dolphins Jets game but first and foremost the most Brady thing to ever Brady yesterday it happened in Tampa it happened with 303 left to go at midfield the Falcons sack Tom Brady. Or do they? Here's the call on Fox. Tom Brady on third down, scans the field, and gets sacked. Brady Jarrett brings him down. But then a flag flies. A flag comes out at the end of the play. Oh, my goodness. This is going to go on Atlanta, breaking Falcons' hearts. So this was nonsense. Tom Brady gets nestled to the turf, okay? (laughs) Then Tom Brady proceeds to throw his 45-year-old leg up into the air and end up kicking Grady Jarrett, goes to whine and complain to the official and lobbies enough for a flag and a basically game-ending 15-yard roughing the passer penalty. And this, to me, we can talk about the Tua effect and we can talk about how uh, two-hand touch the league has become now over the last two, three weeks because of Tua. But the NFL can sit there and say all at once, everyone's on the same playing field and all the rules are applied evenly. But this is just another 
in a long line of examples of Tom Brady, number 12 in particular, that guy, that individual quarterback, forget the position, that guy getting treated differently than everybody else. That was an abject embarrassment yesterday, the way that that Buccaneers-Falcons game ended, because it's Tom Brady doing what Tom Brady does, and I know he's having a rough time. I know his home life isn't good right now, but it doesn't mean that you just hand him penalties with a bow on it to decide games. That was absolute bull bleep. Yeah, man. I I think uh, for it to happen against the Falcons as well, you know, for it to happen against the team that Tom Brady has all that history with, as well as, you know, the 28-3, uh, it, it does suck. And watching that, I mean, how much softer can you take Tom Brady down? I don't, I don't understand. Like, are we supposed to? Give him a pillow? To, like like a, a blow-up bed? By the way, I've never slept on a blow-up bed that has been comfortable in any way, shape, oh, you're or tripping. form. Yeah, he's definitely tripping. tripping. No, they, they are not comfortable When's the last time you slept on a blow-up bed? Like, probably three weeks ago. You know what? Come over tomorrow. I got a good blow-up You got up a bed. good blow-up bed? I got a good one I can right. show you, Go to Theo's house and sleep on his blow-up bed. You know what? I find them too <laughs> firm. But if they're not blown up enough, then my back starts to hurt. So it's really, you got to find an in-between with yeah. that. All right, I got anyways. you. Mine has like a, a blow-up headboard kind yeah. of part to it, too. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. no, I didn't it's realize nice. that is when, actually really elite. When my dad visited, him and his uh, new love interest lady, I don't know what to call her. Lo- I like new love interest. It's mysterious. Yeah, new love interest, lady. They both <laughs> slept on it comfortably. They you know, had them tucked in there. Matter of fact. What's up, Theo's dad? Almost <laughs> as gentle as Grady Jarrett took down uh, Tom Brady. Almost, That's how well they yeah. Almost I as knew gentle. It was, I knew it was going somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it is. And this is me objective. I don't give three dams about the Bucks and the Falcons. But what I do care about is when that same guy, that same guy gets that same nonsense special treatment from the officials, but it speaks to a broader issue now with the NFL. What are we doing in this sport? What are we doing in this game now? Like, they're, is they're, it, they're protecting the assets, uh, the quarterback. I, I totally get that, but you can't decide games with that. So, Pierre, I want to ask you because you – Obviously played the game. You played yes. it at a very high level. You played in a damn Super Bowl. You see Tom Brady get nestled to the turf. I mean, it might as well have been a meadow of flowers that he was <laughs> placed in, and he can enjoy the sun and the butterflies. What? What is that? This sport you played, what has happened Hon- to the sanctity of this sport? Honestly, if you're on the Bucks, you're happy. If you're on the Falcons, you're upset because Tom Brady did retaliate. You know, he it, he, 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 Yeah. Uh, he, Tom Brady was tackled – Tua was tackled harder on Thursday night yes. than Tom Brady was. If that was a penalty, then it, what happened to Tua? That was attempted murder. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. arrest-worthy. And, and that's always been an issue with the referees, with the game, the deciding factors of who's on the penalty on the wrong side of the penalty. The guys get protection. and I'll say this. I'm objective. So it's the yes. Jordan rule. <laughs> yeah, I, I, to an Jordan extent, rule. except yeah. Jordan earned every one of those trips to the free throw line, and don't you forget it. Oh, he's, he's from oh. Chicago. Oh. I'm not coming at Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, They're just protecting their assets. <laughs> I, I, and I get Yeah, it's good for the Bucks. It sucks for the Falcons. Yeah. But for uh, Stone, for the objective football fan, the objective football observer, that's just nonsense, right? In every sense of the word. I mean, I saw a lot of tweets that talked about the integrity of the game, and I agree with that, most importantly. Like, it was almost like we expected the flag, and because of that, it's He got sacked in a big moment. Up flag. Flag. Yeah, flag. Up flag. flag. Up flag. And Protect it, our boy. To be honest, third and eight after being 21-0 up, and they finally are down by six because they went for two, and now they're within striking distance. They've got three minutes on the clock. You dial up the right pressure. You get that sack on time, Brady. You did everything correctly. And then you get that flag, and the game's over, essentially. The game's over. So the integrity of the game was 
I think, messed with right there. I agree with that one 100%. I think Ryan Clark put it best. Ryan Clark was on Get Up this morning, and he did not mince words. Here's what Ryan Clark, his assessment of the Tom Brady sack by Grady Jarrett turn penalty was. And I know it's my job to come on this show and speak eloquently about things that I see. There's nothing eloquent to say about this. This is absolute trash, right? This is you taking the livelihood of 53 players, of of coaches and staff, and putting it in your hands, balling it up like this, and going Kobe into the garbage can. Because you can't do this. There is no way to make that call. You basically just described everything that you're ever taught to do. He grabbed him in the pocket, and he threw him on the ground. How else in the hell is he supposed to get him on the ground? There is no other way for Tom Brady to end up on the grass unless Grady Jarrett puts him there. And so now to say... Like, give, give me, I need something technical, right? Like, I need put his full body force on him or slammed his head late after I blew the whistle. You need something that could be in black and white so I could read it to my entire team mm-hmm. and say, guys, here's in black and white what you did wrong. There is no thing like that. Nope. And when you take, when you take mm. wins away from a team in that manner, you destroy Careers, You destroy seasons, and you cannot do that. And I don't know if there's some sort of reprimand, some sort of discipline. I know that guys can't call playoff games, can't do certain things. It's legitimately the worst call since the missed P.I. against the Los Angeles Rams in the NFC Championship. I mean, he speaks about livelihoods, and he speaks about changing the outcome of games like that officiating crew did in Tampa. But that also then brings me to MetLife Stadium yesterday in New York where on the first play from scrimmage, we see the new Tua protocol pit into effect <laughs> by the NFL. Yep. Sauce Gardner comes in unprotected on the first play from scrimmage for the Dolphins, hits Teddy Bridgewater in the end zone. Teddy Bridgewater, as he's throwing, uh, the ball comes free. In every other instance I've ever seen in my 38 years on this planet, that's an incomplete pass. But now we're going to start arbitrarily uh, applying other rules to make sure that we call that a safety, which was complete nonsense. That's not a safety. There's nowhere in the rule book that he would even... Uh, even suggest that that was a safety, so the Dolphins are behind the eight ball right away. But then about three minutes after, here is the cherry on top of the dessert, a word you're going to hear a lot throughout the rest of the football season, ataxia. It is a loss of voluntary muscle movement creating clumsiness. And ataxia is what is the basis now of the new concussion protocol agreed upon by the NFL and the NFLPA off of the investigation into the Dolphins and Tua that not shockingly showed that the Dolphins did absolutely nothing wrong. Gasp! Who could have predicted such a thing? And so now, at any semblance of any clumsiness, any stagger on the field, someone who's sitting up in the 300 level that's employed by the NFL can look down and say, uh, there's a possible concussion issue, and not only is he in concussion protocol, but he's done for the game. And that's exactly what happened to Teddy Bridgewater on a play where he landed on his shoulder, landed on his elbow. He initially went in to get his elbow checked out, and then he was in concussion protocol and out for the game. That's what we're doing now? Like that, after all of this, we are overcompensating to the point where a guy who injures his elbow is out for the game because someone in the 300 level said, oh, 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 I saw a little stumble. We're going to lose half the rosters applying ataxia moving forward. Right now, the NFL sucks. 
I mean, the NFL <laughs> flat out. I left yesterday feeling so unfulfilled. And forget the Dolphins losing for a second. Forget my frustration over Brady. But the the lack of consistency in applying the rules. And now what's a concussion? What's protecting players? What do we let go? I saw Braxton Berrios score for the Jets at the end of the game. He couldn't get up. He was like spitting onto the field. He had saliva hanging from his lower lip. You could see it on television. And I didn't see anybody from up above calling for him to have his helmet taken away and his day be done. What the hell are we doing here in the NFL? I mean, this is as bad as it's ever been, Pierre. Oh, man. it's it, This happens every year. The NFL implements a new rule, and then they over overlook for it where everything is, is, is called towards that new rule just to emphasize, hey, we're protecting our players. But not everybody's getting the same treatment of the protection. One play in. The Dolphins' day was done. The yep. And they hung play. in there. But one play in, the Dolphins' destiny yesterday against the Jets was was written. And that, that pisses me off, Theo. That, that is not competitive football. That is not pro football. That, to me, is a hybrid between flag, two-hand touch, sprinkled in with the billion-dollar industry of the NFL. It's, it's those two things. It's flag and two-hand touch with a bunch of big-money commercials in between. I, I think the, the big thing there, though, for the Dolphins is at least the fans who are clamoring for Skylar Thompson well, now we have that answer. got to you see don't. him so quickly. I mean, I, I mean, if there's anything, you know, we should be happy that we got to get him on the field, right? Yeah. I mean, Stone, you were a big Skylar Thompson guy, too. Uh, yeah, I, I was, but I wasn't a part of the, the, the Dolphins' Twitter, I guess, army. He said it in private. Theo just exposed him to the world. You were saying these things in private. You didn't go I'm a public. big Skylar Thompson. Fan. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wasn't <laughs> wanting this guy to get on the field. I mean, he's never taken a snap in the thing, but I was glad. And Ken, you know, before we kicked off the show, you, you had a good point. It's like now we understand how good and yep. how much to fit this system yep. because we saw what Teddy has, I guess, not been able to do along with Skylar Thompson. So I guess we've got that answer. But hey, I never wanted Skylar Thompson on the field. I am a fan of his game, and I think he's got somewhere to go. He'll get paid somewhere along the road. But not right now. In, my, in a Mike McDaniel <laughs> offense where you're emphasizing targets and timing is a massive part of it and having the guts to throw into tight windows is a big part of it, boy, do you see how much more proficient Tua is and how perfect Tua is for this system because he is accurate than when you see someone else try to run this offense. Like, that was right there at the forefront. But to me, yesterday, yeah, Tom Brady, that was absolute trash. Ryan Clark is right. That said, we've seen this story with Brady before. We've seen him whine and complain and protest <laughs> and throw tablets until he gets what he wants and gets <laughs> flags thrown, and then he claps and sits there and says, yeah, that's what I thought. We've seen that story before. I'm frustrated by it, but it's not my first rodeo. What we saw with Teddy Bridgewater yesterday, that was absolute trash. If that is how the NFL is going to conduct its business, and you absolutely should protect players at all costs, but that misguided, overprotective, oh, oh, I think he stumbled. What happens if a guy just gets his cleat caught in the artificial surface at MetLife Stadium? Are we saying ataxia there? Are we taking his helmet? Is this the ataxia no-go rule? Like, what is what is the borderline? What's the cutoff for this being sensible and then completely out of control and nonsensible to where it hurts the product? Give it a, give it a few weeks; it'll slowly start disappearing. It just, but it already cost the doll. It and, cost and them a divisional it, but it cost game. Them yep. a divisional game. I and agree. That is unacceptable to me. So that was absolute trash. But in the spirit of Ryan Clark, what from this sports weekend was absolute trash? I say Teddy Bridgewater being called out from someone in the 300 level uh, after one play. What from this sports weekend was absolute trash? 888-760-3776. 888 
760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I know Theo was locked in all day. We saw a lot of trash yesterday. And Tom Brady, he said last week, I just see a lot of bad football. I see yeah. a lot of bad football being yeah. played. What are you putting in the bin? What are you putting in the dumpster after yesterday? Well, I'm I'm officially doing it, and I did it before the Panthers did. But but Matt Rule, <laughs> I I told y'all this morning. You I put him in the trash before they trashed him. <laughs> I trashed Matt Rule. Matter of fact, I trashed him before the season started. But I officially trashed him um, for the career for his career in the NFL here this morning before the news did come out that the Carolina Panthers finally parted ways with the uh, former Baylor head football coach that they brought in to be the savior of their program. So, so yeah, Matt Rule, Carolina Panthers, and Baker Mayfield, who is the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. Stone, did you – who'd you – Stone had the first yeah, pick in our was, fantasy football uh-huh. draft. Just remind me who he took, Theo. First overall pick, 1.1, Stone Lebanowitz. Who'd you go with? Baker Reagan Mayfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's that going? Oh, well, when Matt Rule gone, I'm sure it opens up the playbook a lot. So I'm sure we're going to see a new Baker Mayfield. A new, new Baker Mayfield, a new e- Baker coming. E- even though he's caught walking in a boot on his left leg. So uh, we'll have to see how, how, how injured he is. But he's really good at, at telling people that he plays injured. It's funny how, like, two of the worst quarterbacks this year so far with Russell Wilson and Baker Mayfield all of a sudden have these injuries that they can, uh, <laughs> oh my they can use as excuses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my foot. Uh-huh. Next time I screw up on TV, I'll, I'll limp off. When I take my mic uh-huh. and, yeah, and see uh, how that goes. Other than RG3, Pierre, who are your quarterbacks in Washington? Kirk Cousins. Uh-huh. Woo! Um, don't get Stone excited. Love me some Kirk. <laughs> Rex Grossman. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's about it. Would you? Uh, um, Colt McCoy. Oh, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Yeah, McCoy. Yeah. Oh, that's gangster. Would you, would you take Baker Mayfield over Colt McCoy or Rex Grossman? No. 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 I'm taking Rex over Baker. I'm taking Colt. Over Baker. That is not a good sign for Baker Reagan Mayfield. <laughs> You're taking Cole McCoy over Baker Mayfield, Pierre. Yes. So, say I that, can't say argue that again. Cole is a safe quarterback. He is not going to overdo it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, that's Baker fair. gets in trouble and he tries to be, be more dangerous. of an athlete than uh-huh. he really is. Uh huh. Mm. He wakes up feeling dangerous. He, he, Cole McCoy woke up feeling <laughs> lukewarm, and that was good enough. <laughs> and he, he's, he's happy with being he's lukewarm. Happy with being he stayed in this box. Yeah, yeah. He knew what he was. Exactly. If Baker was lukewarm, maybe things would be going better for Carolina. What from this sports weekend was absolute trash? Theo, he had Matt Rule in the trash bin before. The oh, Panthers yeah. tossed him in the dumpster. Uh, and again, for me, Teddy Bridgewater going down after one play because of these new ataxia protocols. Get out of here. The NFL, that's not NFL. That's not pro football. 888-760-3776. 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. Pierre, is there anything you saw yesterday where you were like, "E, that's gross." Um, I, I was <clears throat> watching the Dolphins game as well, mm-hmm. and they said Teddy Bridgewater is out for the rest of the game without you know passing the concussion protocol. Right, which right. That was the number one thing. I was like, "Wow, now we know." We have a very small chance of winning. Yeah, but that 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 was it. That was that was the game I was focused on this weekend. What sort of stuff did they go through with you when you played? What was the concussion protocol, or was uh, it I, can you walk? Honestly, you know, like, I I never got a concussion, but they weren't really much protocol. They attend you into the blue tent, and you know you take a test. But mm-hmm. honestly, if you tell them I'm fine, you tell them you're fine. You, 
They're just gonna let it go. Back. Was that yeah. a wink, wink? I never got a concussion. Isn't like no, no, I never. I was giving out concussions. I was the hammer. I was the hammer. I was the hammer. That's the rule. If you're carrying the ball, you do the hitting instead of getting it. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that. The, the hammer there, the nail. I'm fired up. I can make goosebumps. The toughest thing somebody said just close to me right here. I was giving out concussions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was hard as hell. That was amazing. I love that. I love that. Uh, Stone yesterday, and forget forget just yesterday, but the weekend, just from the weekend as a whole, uh, just total trash stuff. What what uh, stood out to you? I'm gonna do this one time and in, in one time only. But there's a certain guy. Where's the number twelve? Aaron Rodgers. That 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 I can He's officially. No, no, I'm not turning my back. I'm, I'm just looking over my shoulder, or I'm just giving him the stare, side eyeing him. Because Stink this eye. because this exhibition game mentality. <gasps> Whoa. This not scoring. Whoa. This not scoring a single point in the second half, blowing a fourteen point lead to Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, the newfound Giants quarterback <laughs> that that they have in the game, and they're implementing all this Wildcat stuff. Like I said, this exhibition wow. mentality. And, and here's what I'm really. Most, this is incredible stuff. Here's here. what I'm really. Well, hopefully. I mean, never mind. I was going to say, hopefully so, he hears this and that he say, changes his thing. He almost did it. <laughs> hopefully this is what gets him back on the yeah. right track. Yeah, I'm so stoned. No. <laughs> Palm Beach is going to Aaron Rodgers. No, get him right. Get him right. Let We're going to get right. this to Aaron Rodgers. Listen. Get him right right now. Listen, this is the first time that, that I've actually felt strongly about this. This too cool for school mentality, mm-hmm. this jogging around the field, this is getting batted balls down and terrible arm angles and just like odd footwork late in the game when usually that's when he's most pristine and precise. I was I want I was yelling at my TV like what are we doing here? Wow. Like this is when they need you the most Man. and we're sidearm fling and slant routes with open windows like guys were there, like the reads were there, all the looks were there. They dialed up the right stuff and he just wasn't getting it done. Mind you, this is the New York Giants. So this exhibition game mentality he, he went over to London with was was BS to me. Ooh. So one time I'll do that because I mean, that is I mean, strong. That's my goat, Aaron Rodgers. He's not mad. He's disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I, there's nothing I can dispute because that final drive. Yeah, he was doing Aaron Rodgers things, but when it came time to put the ball in the end zone, he's just throwing three quarters. His footwork is all off. Lackadaisical. Back to back batted down balls. There. Yeah. And I mean, the, with plays that were there. With yeah. plays that were there was probably the most important part of it all. Like this back Ooh. foot nonsense. Yep. There's no reason for it. There's open oh, chested. Boy. I did not okay, see that. I, I think comment. the question has to be asked, Pierre. Yeah. Colt McCoy or Aaron Rodgers? Uh-huh. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. The world needs to know. Don't even finish the sentence. <laughs> I don't know. Colt McCoy. Yeah. Uh, maybe Luke Warmer had gotten the job done. I was about to say, Colt McCoy would have looked himself in the mirror, saw Colt McCoy, uh-huh. and, and turned around and handed the ball. Right. He's like, you know, you what, know what? I can't. I can't sidearm throw this around the line. <laughs> I got to be Colt McCoy. What from this sports weekend was absolute trash? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at KLV one zero six three again. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. We have a whole lot to do, a whole lot to cover. As Steve's coming up in a couple of minutes as well. We're rolling into a new week, and well, I'm upset. It's Theo Dorsey of PTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. Pierre Garcon hanging out. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN one zero six three. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. During the break, Theo, it snuck up on him. The Vikings are coming down to play the Dolphins this Sunday. And the Dolphins are home dogs. And Theo's like, man, the Vikings are 4-1. I'm like, yeah, they're the best team in the NFC North. 
And and Theo was talking about the line. He's like, yeah, I guess it's tough, though, because Vegas doesn't know who's playing quarterback. And, and Pierre Garçon goes, yeah, we know who's playing quarterback. And, like, there's no doubt. Like, two of this week, the Dolphins, they should absolutely just have footage, put it out on their social media channels of him doing Sudoku. Yeah. Him doing, like, like chemistry problems. Like, wow! Yeah. Look at Tua's brain! It's healed, and now he's a rocket scientist. He's got a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's like flying <laughs> through a Rubik's Cube while he's skateboarding. Like, just miraculous stuff. Yeah. Uh, it would be so much simpler if it was just an ankle injury for Tua. If you have an ankle injury, or you're experiencing any sort of foot pain, you need to see an expert in the field. That's Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County. Through the Florida Keys, learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. We are jammed today. Theodore C, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. The John I. Leonard product. Colts, Washington, San Francisco 49ers, Pierre Garcon. Stone Labanowitz, playoff game winner in the FCS in 2021. And then there's just me. Just me. I just talk. I let Your these guys. Your name's on the show. Yeah, my name's on the show. That's a good point. But I feel so inadequate. There's so much athletic prowess. You at least have junior league basketball. Yeah, yeah. like amateur league basketball. Boy, I just, I just won. It was in Lake Worth. I just won hmm. the adult league uh, championship. Oh, right. You're a champion. Yeah. You got that ring. Oh man, yeah. It, it was a big one too. Uh, we lost <laughs> one of our key guys. First game of the season uh-huh. to an ACL, but we which we you stuck predicted through. beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> you predicted yeah. that was going to happen. Beforehand. We won multiple games with just four guys. Yeah. We were playing four on five, and the other team really had ten players. They had uh-huh. subs and everything. We won a couple games like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a champion. Man. So, we've got a basketball champion yeah. here. We've got a man <laughs> who played in the Super Bowl uh, sitting right across from me and a guy who won a college football playoff game. So, from that standpoint, I cannot – it does not compute. I cannot compete. I, I get it. I get I, it. I am stunned that Stone – I'm still having a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that the absolute trash of the weekend for Stone is the guy that he backs. Yeah. No matter what it says, no matter what he does or doesn't do, Stone Lebanowitz has always been behind Aaron Rodgers for as long as I've known him. So for him to say Aaron Rodgers was trash, he looked lackadaisical, he looked off when it was winning time against the Giants, I'm having a hard time compartmentalizing that. But another thought of mine was how miserable does that flight back have to be for the Packers? Oh, man. That's probably why Tom, um, Aaron Rodgers – Looks like that because of the time change, the He's environment. He's all messed up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so, was, it's not a typical well, Sunday. For he him. couldn't get those psychedelics over there. In right, 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 right. Is my right. One thing that that I totally forgot is, and I, I always go back to this when a team loses in London, especially in tragic fashion, like the Dolphins did last year to Urban Meyer. Um, forget like the Jaguars just lost to Urban Meyer. How miserable <laughs> that trip back has to be. Mm-hmm. You were mm-hmm. part of the only tie in NFL history in London <laughs> yep. with Washington and Cincinnati. How yes. was that flight back? Or was it just sort of like, eh, all right, whatever, we got the tie. Let's just get on the plane. It, was, it, it wasn't fun, but we didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't fun, but there was no loss to sulk over. Right. We, we, we know we could have played better. There's a lot of things we could have done better, but we didn't lose. That's, that's always the goal. Don't lose. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Are there other obligations around that game, though? Do y'all do, like, the Olympic-style tour? Do y'all do yeah. appearances and all of that? It's – it's uh, yeah, appearances. We do shows and autographs and uh, meet fans, a lot of meeting and greeting. But the time change with practice and the media, it, it is uh, off schedule, but you have to, you know, roll with the punches. Um, so, so again, like Aaron Rodgers, Stone turning his back on Aaron Rodgers. It is crazy. I, I love that, you know, we start talking about Aaron Rodgers as soon as I get on the phone, as soon as I have to leave the studio. Yeah, that's when you guys let it fly. That's no, fine. We didn't saying. know you had to leave the studio. That's yeah, fine. What do you think? We're just like openly sabotaging you. Knew Aaron Rodgers did that enough on the final couple of plays for the Packers <laughs> Boom, yesterday. Oh. Um, absolute... almost looked like the playoffs out there. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah that was playoff Aaron Rodgers. He's the playoff uh, form, Stone. Let's go ahead and bring some brains into the equation. He's the president of Good Karma Brands. It's time for Steve Palatina and Ask Steve's. Steve Palatina is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by the Capital One Orange Bowl. Legends are made there. Who's next? Get your tickets today at orangebowl.org. You've got mail. Steve Palatina with us, as always, on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Steve, I've been bemoaning the NFL and this new Ataxia protocol and Tom Brady getting gifts in the form of yellow flags. You're flying high. Your Giants win. Spoiled the Packers trip home. What was the most absolute trash thing you saw, though, from yesterday before you regale us with tales of Giants glory? Um, hey guys, uh, a few things. Can I include it in today? Matt Rule. I can't say Matt Rule getting whacked today. This is bizarre. Oh, so, what? Like, I'll let Theo take this. Got- <laughs> Steve, <laughs> what, what about Matt Rule look, tells I, you he needs to be I, an NFL coach right now? I'm a big Matt Rule guy. We had him in the football <laughs> oh. when Temple, when Temple was here. Um, and then he went over to Baylor. I like, I like it. I like his pedigree. They haven't, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything to work with there. That trash, you know, um, <laughs> throwaway quarterbacks. And I, I don't, I, and, and, and the ownership situation is so terrible where they default on their practice facility. Like, I don't know. I mean, obviously he's probably losing the locker room, but is this because he didn't make a quarterback change sooner? I, I don't, I don't get that. Steve, Steve. Like the se- they're done. The season's over now. Steve, let's let's uh let's. You know, hear- when you change, yeah, I, I think they're done now. Let's. Hear- I'm gonna go with that. Number oh. one, number two, maybe the Kyler Murray slide. <laughs> yeah, you know, Kyler Murray having needs to have better field awareness of what's going on there because that that felt like the game that the Eagles were supposed to lose. Mm-hmm. Supposed Steve, to lose. Steve, um, I get you like Matt Rule as a guy. And that's nice. Stone, Stone, give, give him some Matt Rule love here. Steve, I, Steve, I want to play you an audio that really just shows and puts on display Matt Rule's pedigree here, most most importantly. But I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. <laughs> it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous, to become an overnight sensation. Like, it takes time. So, That's so you're Carolina Panthers head coach. So, well, not anymore. So, Steve, you just think he needed four more years to become Jay Z? Then, well, I think that was a. I've heard that it's a stupid comparison. <laughs> I don't think like building an NFL team um, isn't you know isn't comparable there. I think Matt Rule's one of those guys that is gonna is going to still be a good NFL coach, and I think in his next stop 
he will be uh, he will be better. I like him for my Giants, but you know, not as much as I like Dable. Oh. What a what a coach! I'm telling he you, awesome. I I don't know. And Mike Greenberg, he has a new uh, new front runner for Coach of the Year every single day. Seemingly, we uh, organized our entire show last week around him saying Mike McCarthy at that point was Coach of the Year, and then he declared after the Giants won yesterday. Nope, it's Brian Dable. <laughs> He's Coach of the Year. Um, but but Brian Dable, he has certainly done so much more with so much less than any other coach in the NFL. Saquon Barkley is running something like I've seen at the high school level over and over and over again on offense. I mean, I don't, I don't know where this ends, but is also Daniel Jones potentially playing himself into being a longer-term option with the Giants? He is. It's a debate um, as a Giants fan. I have with other Giants fans, most, most notably my father, every single week. <laughs> He's a Daniel Jones believer. I'm still not a Daniel Jones believer. I feel, uh, however, I, I, mean, I don't have much of a like to stand on this week. Now, one week ago against the Cowboys, Daniel Jones was hor- horrible. And you got to even give him a little bit more credit because outside of Saquon, they have nothing. I mean, their, their top two, three receivers have, have you know, Tony, um, Shepard. Uh, they have Galladay. Like, they have nothing. Those guys aren't even great anyway, and they're all hurt. So Daniel Jones is doing something. I just don't – I don't – in today's NFL, he's, he's better because so much rollout and running. In a, as a drop-back passer, he's horrid. But if you get him on the move, he's much better. And uh, obviously you saw that yesterday. Ask Steve's here on Ken Levick Alive, ESPN 106.3. The president of Good Cumber Brands is Steve Politziner. He brings the intelligence every week here on the show. I got to give you kudos, uh, credit where credit is due. You predicted that the fan who was taken out at SoFi Stadium last weekend running on the field and got absolutely drilled, you said, I bet there might be a lawsuit on the way. And sure enough, just 72 hours after you declared it, bam. There's a lawsuit. You nailed that. Yeah, well, it, it's, it, I'm not sure what it says about our society, you know, today, but it, it felt just, you know, it's just opportunistic. I, re- I think we got to – if there's any way that Bobby Wagner ends up, like, complicit in that, it would be horrible. Don't you guys think? I mean, we can't have fans running on the field and then them being able to sue players <laughs> – who are, uh, you know, trying to get them off the field, no matter what technique or tactic the player uses. But that's what I was saying last week. Stone, you remember when I was like, I don't know if Bobby Wagner, that was the right thing to do because, uh, especially in that state, like litigation-wise, there could be some problems. And I wasn't thinking that maybe uh, it would be an outright, you know, massive lawsuit filed. But, Steve, absolutely, you from the jump called that. And I just... I'm with you. It would set a bad precedent, I think, if he ended up losing in some sort of legal transaction. That said, do I think it's impossible? No way. Like, definitely not. The L plays out. I think Rams got, you know, Rams have a lot of problems right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the least of their worries. Bobby <laughs> Wagner's least of his worries right now. Uh, let's go to questions from fans here. Steve Politiner asked Steve's brought to you by the Capital One Orange Bowl on ESPN 106.3. This is from Petey in Delray. This year, going out trick-or-treating with our family, and we've decided that we're just going to leave a bowl of candy. My wife, however, is concerned that someone's just going to take it, maybe even the entire bowl, and the neighborhood won't be able to enjoy our candies. How should we organize our trick-or-treating this year? Thanks, longtime listener, Petey. All right, Steve. Yeah, tough one. I, I, I agree. So you got two options here, 
And I think you got to really depend a little bit on like your neighborhood culture. If you want to go out as a family, I find nothing wrong with that. Um, you want to, uh, you know, see the enjoyment, the smile on your kids' faces. You don't want to have to have the one person stay back and just, just to govern, you know, the candy distribution. But if you're going to do that at your, you do have to ex- accept the fact that it's not all parents walking with kids being respectful. You'll have those high school kids that are on their own that are going to say, well, there's a bowl. There's nobody else here. I don't see anything. And I'm dumping it. Yeah. Now, what you sh- what I- but the way I'd advise against that, I like a strong note that says, uh, please be respectful. And by the way, our next camera is, our next camera is watching you right now. Oh, so we- I'm recording this. Mm. So I think you've got to bring a trapped. note that says, yeah. yeah, I think, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to have like all kinds of chain things. <laughs> Lasers. Like, you know, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but spider webs. Right. Are, like, exactly. Keep you there until the authorities come. <laughs> but no, I think you need a note. Uh, unfortunately, today's what you need a note, and it needs to be a strong note that please take one or two. Please be respectful of others. Um, and know that our cameras are on. Not only and I'm watching you, we will, we, you know, we, uh, we will, uh, whatever, we'll consider it. We, we'll hire the lawyer that, that the guy that, yeah. um, who ran on the field hired. Right. If, if you go after us. No. Um, something to that effect that we are watching um, on our camera and please be respectful if but, you're going to do that. I don't think you shouldn't feel like you can go as a family because. You're ner- you're nervous yeah. about 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 that. Now we typically do divide. We'll have someone. We will have someone. You know, stay back. Um, but again, it's that the fam- It's that dynamic. Now, if you have a neighborhood that's very very young and you have lots of parents going out with them, I don't think you have to worry of, about it at all. Um, the only thing you do have to worry though is those parents that are teaching the wrong thing. Yeah, and saying, hey, no one's there. Go ahead. Delinquent <laughs> parents. Yeah. <laughs> For well, sure. Yeah. But, but and that's, do cameras that's work? where you almost don't want to put it on. You don't want to let them know the cameras are on them. Yeah. The cameras you want work house, like... I, I will give you an example of the cameras working and get this, Steve. So last year, uh, we, it's interesting that Petey uh, sends in this question because we set out the bowl of candy <laughs> with a little, uh, uh, you know, like one of those TV dinner tables, right? Like everybody mm. uh, has some in their house, yeah. never uses them. But we put that out front. And so uh, our our candy was was taken. Now it took like seven or eight groups to to wash us of our candy. So fine, whatever. Like I'll put it out there. Survival of the fittest. You want to take it all? Fine. Just leave the bowl. I don't care. I, I whatever. But then the people that live across from us, we caught them on our uh, camera with a group of people come up and start lifting up the table like they were going to take it. And then one of the the groups in this gang, this motley crew, oh, looked up. And saw the camera and said, bro, bro, there's a camera. And they put the table down and they walked away. Why would they want the table? I don't know, because they're just delinquents. Trying to cause ruckus in the neighborhood. That's why I like a note. I like a note (laughs) that says, there's a camera on you. Please take one or two. Uh, And and that's that's what we're asking. And we're watching for who isn't doing that. But don't. Now, again, there is costumes. You also about to say, like, you're going to put up a one poster of Freddy Krueger? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <Yeah. laughs> like, wanted Casper the Ghost. Yeah, like, yeah. What are you going to do about well, that no, guy? Wanted, it, 
wanted the tooth fairy. Yeah, I was going to say, if you hear about something in South County where a tooth fairy is uh, is wanted for stealing candy, <laughs> uh, don't look my direction, okay? Um, Steve, if you could, since you are a cornucopia of knowledge, you are a fountain of intelligence, could you tell us a little bit about the Capital One Orange Bowl, please? Oh, yeah, it would be my honor. I mean, great to have the Capital One Orange Bowl sponsoring my appearances. And everyone should get ready for the legendary college football 2022 Capital One Orange Bowl. This year, Friday, December 30th, Hard Rock Stadium. Be there as two of the top teams in the nation face off under the lights in one of college football's oldest traditions. This year's matchup will feature the ACC champion or the highest-ranked ACC team if the champion is in the college football playoff against the top opponent from either the Big Ten, the SEC, or maybe even Notre Dame. Enjoy thrilling game action, the biggest stars in college football, and an iconic South Florida experience. It's the Capital One Orange Bowl. Legends are made. Who's next? Get your tickets at orangebowl.org. Steve, excellent work as always. We'll do it again next week, okay? See you guys. Theo, nice job uh, on the Telestrator uh, last night with uh, Pierre. Oh, yeah, on, man. Uh, on Five Sports Live. Well done. Appreciate it. Pierre had, had not, it not, I, I like that beige. I like that beige suit on you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Much love, dog. Appreciate uh, it. I love it. <laughs> that is Steve Pollard Sr., again, the president of Good Karma Brands with Ask Steve's. But this raises a bigger question, what I brought up about my story from last year at Halloween. Like, these are people, like neighbors neighbors that we caught on our camera just trying to jack our stuff and i didn't really know how to go about it because it was so shocking to me we hadn't really had a ton of interaction with these people it's always been friendly like a wave like so you knew who it was yeah but i didn't know if i should like go over to their house with a bat or what i should do like how do i so i just did not address it what? So, yeah, I, but I don't. I don't know. Ken. I just don't yeah. know. This is a golden so opportunity. That I hate I that. Opened up my. I opened the doors up to being further abused this Halloween by these people. No, for sure, they think the guy across the street is soft now. You should have trolled him. This is what I would have did. I would have took that table the next day, left it on their porch with a note and like something like no, 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 with no, a bag like, of dog poop on it. No, 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 no. What are you five? Yeah, what is that? Oh, make sure he steps in poop and light it on fire and no stop on it. Like, <laughs> you donate it to him. You're like, the one scared as an act of the charity. Like, hey, I can tell it's tough times right now for you and your family. Mm. You can have this table what on, if on it behalf is hard of the times. <laughs> What if yeah. it is hard times for his family? Then, it's then they really feel bad. Yeah, then they, that's true. I guess they really feel like crap look, then. If it's hard times, you're the good guy, <laughs> good right. Samaritan neighbor. Right. If it's not hard times and they realize how, how much of idiots they were for trying to steal a table, they feel really foolish. And that, like that's the way you win. Man, I'm trying to. How how should I? So I think it's clear what I did do, which is nothing, was the wrong. That was way to the go worst move. <laughs> like doing nothing was the worst thing I did. Now done. they can't wait for this year's yeah. Halloween. Yeah, they're, they're, gonna, they're just gonna steal plants. They're gonna be like, <laughs> what should I have done in that spot? If one of my neighbors uh, looked like on our camera was going to try and steal our like TV dinner table that we put the candy on, didn't do it because of the camera. Like they didn't actually commit the infraction, but. <laughs> I didn't say anything to them. How should I have handled that in a civil way where I don't end up, like, bleeding on the sidewalk? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. That's Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Box 29. Pierre Garcon with us on a Monday. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. We've been talking about absolute trash from the NFL weekend and from the weekend in general because we're not going to not talk about the Canes. Uh, that dream of going to Charlotte, that's ah, about a done deal at this point. Horrible! <laughs> That's uh, a done deal. I'm not as down on them as, say, uh, oh, I don't know, Stone Labanowitz, but you're horrible. not pretty. And I have a confession to make, too. Um, I have a confession about myself. I realized something about myself on Saturday. Oh, you I can't wait for that. You can argue that, that I was absolute trash uh, on Saturday. Trash, duh. Trash, duh. Right, Dad. Emphasis on the E-D, duh. Mark messages. Works thing this weekend, absolute trash this weekend, was that of the 10 highest paid quarterbacks the only one that won so far is Kirk Cousins coming in at number 10 you've got Mahomes and Carr playing tonight well Mahomes got this so don't worry about it we'll get that back right I feel like the Raiders are yeah the Raiders are are Chiefs beaters though Wait, I mean they the, do it every, each and every year but didn't Josh Tom Allen Josh Tom, Allen won Josh oh I guess Allen's is his contract not kicked in yet or something or yeah I probably should have oh you know what he just signed that <laughs> extension was that this past <laughs> offseason yeah. I don't I don't, I don't know. know. Who cares? I don't know. I probably should have fact checked. Who cares? That. It was the Steelers. We can go through the. T- well, what we'll do? What we'll do? Because we're a very organized radio show that informs many people. We'll go through the top ten paid quarterbacks and we'll make sure that we am budsman. Yeah. That claim. <laughs> That's right. Okay. We know. Oh, he, he we did. know he took an L. <laughs> we know that guy took an L. The L is for a lot, which is now the excuse injury that he's using. Oh my goodness. Hey, uh, for all you fantasy fans out there. Underdog fantasy, I tell you about it all the time. It's the best fantasy. It's my fantasy. The easiest place to play fantasy basketball. That's right. That's coming up. Currently the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. That is undisputed. That is period. Notable investors include Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, and a whole lot more. This is how you play. All you do is draft your team. Two guards, two wings, a big, a flex player, and 10 on your bench. That's it. For fantasy basketball, you automatically get the highest scoring players from your team and your lineup each week of the season. So you don't have to sit there and manage and manage and manage and waste your time. The highest scoring teams at the end of the season win cold, hard cash, moolah, whatever you want to call it with underdog fantasy. Enter the double dribble tournament, win your share of $200,000 in total prizes. Now that, that is big time. And it's so easy. Stone's been playing it. I've been playing it. Pierre, I can see his eyes right now. This man doesn't have to worry about money, but he's he is intrigued it. by it. He's thinking, thinking about, about it. it. He's thinking about it. This dude's just traveling the world. He's like, you know what? I can win a share of $200,000 just playing fantasy Why basketball not? at Underdog Fantasy. I'll All start right. watching. I'm in, absolutely. It is simple to get started. Sign up today with the promo code WESTPALM, all one word. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com. Find him in the App Store with the promo code WESTPALM, all one word, doubling your deposit up to $100. Get out on the action. Get out on the best fantasy. That's Underdog Fantasy, Underdog Fantasy. Dot com. Monday means Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He'll be in tomorrow as well. Pierre Garçon popping in, making sure that he's making an appearance as we get through week five of the NFL. Always good to have him. Stone LeBanowitz Friday Night Lights. Absolute trash from the weekend. This based oh, oh, off of... Uh, oh, 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 oh. I legit thought you were going at Stone. Oh, oh, oh. He's a Stone Labanowitz absolute trash. We got to get that clip. Me, oh, I just clipped it. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've mentioned it, I felt apologetic, but that is going to come in handy, I yeah. feel like, later on. 
That might have been 100%. the best possible <laughs> lack of spacing I could have come up with. Uh, unintentional, of course. But the absolute trash from the weekend in sports, there was a lot of it. Mets fans, you went through the ringer. Ugh. Last night, absolute trash. Playing uh, Timmy Trumpet for Edwin Diaz, down 4 nothing the 8th when he comes out of the bullpen. That was trash. And they immediately ripped two off. That, <laughs> exactly, off. right. And it took no time at all for them to trumpet one off the wall. Yeah, uh, but, uh, but there was plenty of football trash, plenty of baseball trash, plenty of college football trash. It's all out there. But Ryan Clark, this comes from him saying, hey, that 15-yard penalty against the Falcons roughing the passer when Tom Brady winding complained his way to a game-ending penalty – that's trash. And boy, was it trash. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Ernesto is in Boyd. What's up, Ernesto? Hello, fellas. <laughs> Welcome to Monday morning, Friday. Uh, Let's go. You... Jesus, what a Monday. <laughs> yes, I, I can say... I can say yes. That mother, the mess. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, that was horrible. That was disgusting. 162 games of what? Of what? What did I just see? My baseball team, my son's baseball team, could have gotten more hits. What the <laughs> hell happened? Anyway, how about them Giants? I'm Let's telling you. I'm telling you what, Brian Dable. Go, baby. Brian Dable is everything is advertised, man. That dude is he a is, maestro. Man. They're playing for him. Danny Dimes is actually not doing anything but throwing dimes, not throwing interceptions. Oh, my God. Now, you know what? It sets up for next week because the Cowboys and Philly are playing each other, Mm -hmm. and that's what I want to see. Yeah. That's the nice little thing I want to see for next week. Hello, boys. Have a good day. All right. Ernesto, appreciate you. I'm glad to hear someone's happy on this Monday. We need a new nickname for Daniel Jones. Because Danny, Dime, he 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 doesn't deliver. He doesn't dimes. throw dimes. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, uh, Danny Dimes is a pretty how nice. About, nickname, how about though. Danny Dagger? Danny Danny Dagger's. I, I like just, Danny Dash. Danny Dash. Because like oh, he's on the move. Because right. we bad. we can't. But Danny Dimes is a great nickname. Uh, one of the top ten nicknames in the NFL. If it made sense, right? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just <Yeah>. doesn't make <laughs> no. sense. So I think we should workshop some new nicknames for him. I like Danny Dash. Just Ernesto, Danny you Dash can pick up bad. on that too. Now the thing with Daniel Jones is that he's not exceptionally quick, but he also, like Pierre was saying earlier, when when I had the ball, I was the hammer. Daniel Jones <laughs> is actually delivering punishment yeah. to people, and he has top end speed. He's oh, yeah, not that's quick. True. That's true. That's a good point. When he All gets right, going, Danny he Dash. moves. Danny Dash is fine. Is he? How do you feel about his speed? He's 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 athletic. I'm, all I remember is that one time he tripped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was running too fast. And and what happened, but, right, right. He didn't but he, get caught, though. He, yes. So, he didn't yeah. get caught. He I fell. like Danny Dash. We're, we're, we're talking about not being Danny Dimes. He was 21 and 27 yesterday. Yeah, but like Dimes. But, yeah, that means you're like ripping apart a defense. Yeah. Those are layups. Like it's like are Danny Dumpoff. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Danny Dumpoff. Danny Dumpoff. Because like at least seven of those were the Saquon. <laughs> right. And he had no yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Slayton was all over the middle slants and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Are are the New York teams good? Are, are are we? I I trust the Giants more than I do the Jets, but it's largely because I trust the coach in blue than well, I trust I'm in green. Either of them. Yeah, no, I'm not sold on either of them either. But I think like just the way the Giants scheme things and the way that they have miraculously found competence in what they already had or lack thereof, and then don't have because of injury. 
or because of petulant behavior, like, I don't know. Brian Dable, I think, can coach circles Ron Robert Sala. I mean, no doubt. This kill list, we talk about it a lot on, on our show, but for the Jets, they're 3-2, and two, and it's Jacoby Brissett, it's Mitch Trubisky, Kenny it's Pickett. Skyler Thompson. And then a combination of Bridgewater for slash Skyler Thompson. And so Skyler Thompson. The Jets haven't beat anybody worthy of anything right now. No. So definitely the Giants, Giants have the they resume Yeah. Yeah, the Giants have the resume wins for sure. Yeah. It's wild. Like, I, But if you're a Giants fan, how can you not see that? And think to yourself, well, maybe there's something here. Because what if they could get in an offensive rhythm? Saquon's been healthy to this point. Like maybe they could be t- tough enough to get into the postseason and win a game in the postseason. Aren't they following like the old school Rex Ryan Jets approach? Yeah. Like plod your way to a point until <laughs> you can D up in the postseason? I don't know how much Saquon can carry this team for. Yeah. yeah, before he breaks again. Before he breaks again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about that. I also, it's funny that I like watching them play though. Like the, they're, they're rough, it's but creative it's, offense. It's creative. Yeah. yeah. I the one thing I'll say about them, and and this is why it's funny to me that Steve brought up his Giants in in a juxtaposition with the Panthers of my former fandom. Um, I feel like the Panthers have a better roster. They have more talent throughout their roster sure, they could. offensively yeah. and really even defensively. But what Dayball is doing with what he has is he's like maximizing the hell out of it to a yeah. point where like that's that's part of the reason why Matt Rule has to go. Like because he, he can't even he's not even in the same universe as Brian Dable from a coaching brain. At all. And it's like if you're not gonna be an inspiring leader or an offensive mastermind or somebody that maximizes your roster, then what the hell are you doing here other than racking up losses eleven and twenty seven yeah. versus Dayball who through five games, has the Giants 4-1 with Danny Dimes on a – oops, Danny Dash. Dan, uh, Danny, Danny Dash, Dump Off. Danny Dump Off on a broken ankle. Not broken, but, you know, a hurt ankle mm-hmm. beating Aaron Rodgers but Theo, in a but, standalone game. But, Theo, it took seven years for, for Jay-Z oh, to kind of become famous that. and stuff. So can it takes we, time. Can we, can we hear that one more time? <laughs> can we hear that one more time? Uh, this is the great – Matt Rule, when he tried to compare himself to Jay-Z as he was pleading for a full seven years as the head coach of the Panthers. But I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. It took, it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous, to become an overnight sensation. Like, How many people in that media room were at that moment like, oh, man, he's right. Like, what a great call. That that man can relate to his players. <laughs> He's right. The funniest part of, of all of it, I know the Jay-Z comparison is what steals the show, but the beginning part where he says, hey, it's happening. I'm, I'm just so sorry that you guys can't see it yet. Yeah, yeah it's so <laughs> condescending. Let's hear it one more time because then I also, apologize. when he brings up Jay-Z, I'm trying to decide if Matt Rule, he laughs because <laughs> he, he didn't know if he was making an analogy that actually made sense or he was like laughing at himself. Like, So you're right. There's the condescending part and then you'll hear him laugh at himself and I think that he started getting into the analogy and then he was like, oh God, I wonder if I'm going to get called onto this because I might be really wrong in what I'm saying right now. Here's the great Matt Rule, who's now fired. But I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. It took, it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous. Oh, oh man. Oh, <laughs> cool, Matt. Man. Matt Rule's going to get a college job next year. Yeah, and they're probably going to be good. Yeah. He's probably going to have a good college program again. He's good to rebuild. He's a good rebuilding coach. He's not a guy who's going to ever maximize, like, supreme talent. 
Steve was calling for him to get another NFL job. Steve Pollitt Sr. I didn't want to. I didn't want to pour it on at that point. I wanted to I say know. this guy's going to be. In I mean, Pierre, I think Theo's going to call Steve after the show. He is personally <laughs> is offended yes, at the upset. endorsement that Steve Pollitt gave Matt Rule. I just don't. It, there's. He said it was bizarre that he got fired. He. It, it's one thing to be <laughs> that like. That word did come out. You're right. He's 11 and 27. <laughs> it's one thing for Steve to be like, "Hey, look, you know, Matt Rule didn't get a fair enough shake. He had Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Maybe a couple more. Whatever." He thought it was bizarre that Matt Rule got fired, and that was ridiculous. What was the biggest example of absolute trash from the sports weekend? And are the New York teams good? Are the Jets and Giants good? Is it just one of them? Is it neither of them? And this is just a bad NFL this year? Like, I don't know. I truly don't know. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We keep KP into your calls when we come back. Social media as well, at KLV1063. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Pierre Garçon, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. During the break... Theo, it snuck up on him. The Vikings are coming down to play the Dolphins this Sunday. And the Dolphins are home dogs. And Theo's like, man, the Vikings are 4-1. and one. I'm like, yeah, they're the best team in the NFC North. And and Theo was talking about the line. He's like, yeah, I guess it's tough, though, because Vegas doesn't know who's playing quarterback. And, and Pierre Garçon goes, yeah, we know who's playing quarterback. And, like, there's no doubt. Like, two of this week, the Dolphins, they should absolutely just have footage Put it out on their social media channels of him doing Sudoku. Yeah. Him doing, like, like chemistry problems. Like, wow. Yeah. Look at Tua's brain. It's healed, and now he's a rocket scientist. Got a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, flying through a Rubik's Cube <laughs> while he's skateboarding. Like, just miraculous stuff. Yeah. Uh, it would be so much simpler if it was just an ankle injury for Tua. If you have an ankle injury or you're experiencing any sort of foot pain, you need to see an expert in the field. That's Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County. Through the Florida Keys, learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. We are jammed today. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. The John I. Leonard product. Colts, Washington, San Francisco 49ers, Pierre Garçon, Stone Labanowitz, playoff game winner in the FCS in 2021. And then there's just me. Just me. I just talk. I let Your these guys. Your name's on the show. Yeah, my name's on the show. That's a good point. But I feel so inadequate. There's so much athletic prowess. You at least have junior league basketball. Yeah, yeah. like amateur league basketball. Boy, I just, I just won. It was in Lake Worth. I just won mm. the adult league uh, championship. Oh, you're a champion. Yeah. You got that ring. Oh man, yeah. It, it was a big one too. Uh, we lost <laughs> one of our key guys. First game of the season uh-huh. to an ACL, but we which we you stuck predicted through. beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> you predicted yeah. that was going to happen. Beforehand. We won multiple games with just four guys. Yeah. We were playing four on five, and the other team really had ten players. They had uh-huh. subs and everything. We won a couple games like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a champion. Man. So we've got a basketball champion yeah. here. We've got a man <laughs> who played in the Super Bowl sitting right across from me and a guy who won a college football playoff game. So from that standpoint, I cannot 
It does not compute. I cannot compute. I, I get it. I get I, it. I am stunned that Stone, I'm still having a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that the absolute trash of the weekend for Stone is the guy that he backs. Yeah. No matter what it says, no matter what he does or doesn't do, Stone Lebanowitz has always been behind Aaron Rodgers for as long as I've known him. So for him to say Aaron Rodgers was trash, he looked lackadaisical, he looked off when it was winning time against the Giants, I'm having a hard time compartmentalizing that. But another thought of mine was how miserable does that flight back have to be for the Packers? Oh, man. That's probably why Tom um, Aaron Rodgers – Looks like that because of the time change. The He's all messed up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so, was, it's not a typical well, maybe Sunday. For he him. couldn't get those psychedelics over there. In right, right, either. right. right. My right. One thing <laughs> that that I totally forgot is, and I, I always go back to this when a team loses in London, especially in tragic fashion like the Dolphins did last year to Urban Meyer. Um, forget like the Jaguars just lost to Urban Meyer. How miserable <laughs> that trip back has to be. Mm-hmm. You were mm-hmm. part of the only tie in NFL history in London <laughs> yep. with yep. Washington and Cincinnati. How yes. was that flight back? Or was it just sort of like, eh, all right, whatever, we got the tie. Let's just get on the plane. It, was, it, it wasn't fun, but we didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't fun, but there was no loss to sulk over. Right. We, we, we know we could have played better. There's a lot of things we could have done better, but we didn't lose. That's, that's always the goal. Don't lose. Yeah. 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 Are there other obligations around that game, though? Do y'all do, like, the Olympic-style tour? Do y'all do yeah. appearances and all of that? It's – it's uh, yeah, appearances. We do shows and autographs and uh, meeting fans, a lot of meeting and greeting. But the time change with practice and the media, it, it is uh, off schedule, but you have to, you know, roll with the punches. Um. So, so again, like Aaron Rodgers, Stone turning his back on Aaron Rodgers. It is crazy. Uh, I, I love that. You know, we start talking about Aaron Rodgers as soon as I get on the phone. As soon as I have to leave the studio, yeah, that's when you guys let it fly. That's no, fine. We didn't saying. know you had to leave the studio. Yeah, that's fine. What do you think? We're just like openly sabotaging. You knew Aaron Rodgers did that enough on the final couple of plays for the Packers <laughs> Boom, yesterday. Oh, um, almost looked like the playoffs out there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, that was playoff <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. He's the playoff uh, form, Stone. What let's go ahead and bring some brains into the equation. He's the president of Good Karma Brands. It's time for Steve Politino and Ask Steve's. Steve Politino is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's. Presented by the Capital One Orange Bowl. Legends are made there. Who's next? Get your tickets today at orangebowl.org. You've got mail. Steve Politziner with us, as always, on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Steve, I've been bemoaning the NFL and this new Ataxia protocol and Tom Brady getting gifts in the form of yellow flags. You're flying high. Your Giants win. Spoiled the Packers trip home. What was the most absolute trash thing you saw, though, from yesterday before you regale us with tales of Giants glory? Um, hey, guys. Uh, a few things. Can I include it in today? Matt Rule. I got to say Matt Rule getting whacked today. This is bizarre. Oh, so, what? Like, I'll let Theo take this. Got- <laughs> Steve. What well, what about Matt Rule I, look, tells you I, he needs to be I, an NFL coach right now? I'm a big Matt Rule guy. We had him in the football oh. when Temple when Temple was here, um, and then he went over to Baylor. I like I like it. I like his pedigree. They have a, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything to work with there. 
got trash, you know, um, <laughs> throwaway quarterbacks, and I, I don't. I, and 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 the ownership situation is so terrible, where they default on their practice facility. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he's probably losing the locker room, but. Is this because he didn't make a quarterback change sooner? I, I don't. I don't get that. Steve, like Steve. The se- they're done. The season's over now. Steve, let's let's uh, let's. You hear- know, when you change, yeah, I, I think they're done now. Let's. Hear- I'm going to go with that. Number oh. one, number two, maybe the Kyler Murray slide. <laughs> yeah, Kyler Murray having needs to have better field awareness of what's going on there because that that felt like the game that the Eagles were supposed to lose. Mm-hmm. Supposed Steve, to lose. Steve, um, I get you like Matt Rule as a guy. And that's nice. Stone, Stone, give, give him some Matt Rule love here. Steve, I, Steve, I want to play you an audio that really just shows and puts on display Matt Rule's pedigree here, most most importantly. But I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. <laughs> it, took, it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous, to become an overnight Thank sensation. You, like, it takes time. So, so you're the Carolina Panthers head coach. So, well, not anymore. So, Steve, you just think he needed four more years to become Jay Z? Then, well, I think that was a, I've heard that it's a stupid comparison. <laughs> I don't think like building an NFL team um, isn't you know isn't comparable there. I think Matt Rule's one of those guys that is gonna is going to still be a good NFL coach, and I think at his next stop, he will be uh, he will be better. I like him for my Giants. But, you know, not as much as I like Gable. What a, what a coach. I'm telling you. He looks you, awesome. I, I don't know. And Mike Greenberg, he has a new uh, new front runner for Coach of the Year every single day, seemingly. We uh, organized our entire show last week around him saying Mike McCarthy at that point was Coach of the Year. And then he declared after the Giants won yesterday, nope, it's Brian Dable. <laughs> He's Coach of the Year. Um, but, but Brian Dable, he has certainly done so much more with so much less than any other coach in the NFL. Saquon Barkley is running something like I've seen at the high school level over and over and over again on offense. I mean, I don't I don't know where this ends, but is also Daniel Jones potentially playing himself into being a longer-term option with the Giants? He is. It's a debate um, as a Giants fan. My, I have with other Giants fans, most, most notably my father, every single week. <laughs> He's a Daniel Jones believer. I'm still not a Daniel Jones believer. I feel, uh, however, I, I, mean, I don't have much of a like to stand on this week. Now, one week ago against the Cowboys, Daniel Jones was hor- horrible. And you got to even give him a little bit more credit because outside of Saquon, they have nothing. I mean, their, their top two, three receivers have, have you know, Tony, um, Shepard. Uh, they have Galladay. Like, they have nothing. Those guys aren't even great anyway, and they're all hurt. So Daniel Jones is doing something. I just don't – I don't – in today's NFL, he's, he's better because so much rollout and running. In a, as a drop-back passer, he's horrid. But if you get him on the move, he's much better. And uh, obviously you saw that yesterday. Ask Steve's here on Ken LeVick Alive, ESPN 106.3. The president of Good Cumber Brands is Steve Politino. He brings the intelligence every week here on the show. I got to give you kudos, uh, credit where credit is due. You predicted that the fan who was taken out at SoFi Stadium last weekend running on the field and got absolutely drilled, you said, I bet there might be a lawsuit on the way. And sure enough, just 72 hours after you declared it, bam. There's a lawsuit. You nailed that. Yeah, well, it, it's, it, I'm not sure what it says about our society, you know, today, but it, it felt just, you know, it's just opportunistic. I, re- I mean, we got a, it, 
if there's any way that Bobby Wagner ends up like complicit in that, it would be horrible. Don't you guys think? I mean, we can't have fans running on the field and then them being able to sue players <laughs> who are, uh, you know, trying to get them off the field, no matter what technique or tactic the player uses. But that's what I was saying last week. Stone, you remember when I was like, I don't know if Bobby Wagner, that was the right yeah. thing to do because, uh, especially in that state, like litigation-wise, there could be some problems. And I wasn't thinking that maybe uh, it would be an outright you know, massive lawsuit filed. But Steve, absolutely, you from the jump called that. And I just, I'm with you. It would set a bad precedent, I think, if he ended up losing in some sort of legal transaction. That said, do I think it's impossible? No way. Like, definitely not. The L plays out. I think Rams got, you know, Rams have a lot of problems right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the least of their worries. Bobby <laughs> Wagner's least of his worries right now. Uh, let's go to questions from fans here. Steve Politino asked Steve's brought to you by the Capital One Orange Bowl on ESPN 106.3. This is from Petey in Delray. This year, going out trick-or-treating with our family, and we've decided that we're just going to leave a bowl of candy. My wife, however, is concerned that someone's just going to take it, maybe even the entire bowl, and the neighborhood won't be able to enjoy our candies. How should we organize our trick-or-treating this year? Thanks, longtime listener, Petey. All right, Steve. Yeah, tough one. I, I, I agree. So you got two options here, and I think you got to really depend a little bit on like your neighborhood culture. If you want to go out as a family. I find nothing wrong with that. Um, you want to, uh, you know, see the enjoyment, the smile on your kids' faces. You don't want to have to have the one person stay back and just, just to govern, you know, the candy distribution. But if you're going to do that at your, you do have to ex- accept the fact that it's not all parents walking with kids being respectful. You'll have those high school kids that are on their own that are going to say, well, there's a bowl. There's nobody else here. I don't see anything. And I'm dumping it yeah. now. What you sh- what? I- but the way I advise against that, I like a strong note that says, uh, "Please be respectful." And by the way, our next camera is our next camera is watching you right now. Oh, so we- I'm recording this. Mm. So I think you and it's booby trapped. That says, "Yeah, yeah." I think yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to have like all kinds of chain things, <laughs> lasers. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Spider webs, right? Like, exactly. Keep you there until the authorities come. <laughs> but no, I think you need a note. Uh, unfortunately, today's what you need a note, and it needs to be a strong note. That please take one or two. Please be respectful of others, um, and know that our cameras are on. Not only and I'm watching you. We will. We you know. We, I, we will. Uh, whatever. We'll consider it. We'll hire the lawyer that that the guy that, yeah. um, who ran on the field hired. Right. If if you go after us, no. Um, Something to that effect that we are watching um, on our camera, and please be respectful if you're going to do that. I don't think you shouldn't feel like you can go as a family because you're ner- you're nervous yeah. about 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 that. Now we typically do divide. We'll have someone. We will have someone. You know, stay back. Um, but again, it's that fam- it's that dynamic. Now, if you have a neighborhood that's very very young and you have lots of parents going out with them, I don't think you have to worry of, about it at all. Um, the only thing you do have to worry, though, is those parents that are teaching the wrong thing. Yeah. Saying, hey, no one's there. Go ahead. Those <laughs> delinquent <laughs> parents. Yeah, for Ooh. sure. Yeah. But, but and that's, do cameras that's work? That's where you almost don't want to put it on. You don't want to let them know the cameras are on them. Yeah. Do cameras you want work, to house, like, 
I, I will give you an example of the cameras working and get this, Steve. So last year, uh, we, it's interesting that Petey uh, sends in this question because we set up the bowl of candy <laughs> with a little, uh, uh, you know, like one of those TV dinner tables, right? Like everybody mm. has some in their house, never yeah. uses them, but we put that out front. And so uh, our our candy was was taken. Now it took like seven or eight groups to, to wash us of our candy. So fine, whatever. Like I'll put it out there, survival of the fittest. You want to take it all? Fine, just leave the bowl. I don't care. I, I, whatever. But then the people that live across from us, we caught them on our uh, camera with a group of people come up and start lifting up the table like they were going to take it. And then one of the, the groups in this gang, this motley oh, crew, man. looked up and saw the camera and said, bro, bro, there's a camera. And they put the table down, and they walked Why away. Why would they want the table? I though? don't know, because they're just delinquents. Also, yeah, trying to cause ruckus like, in the neighborhood. That's why I like a note. I like a note <laughs> that says, there's a camera on you. Please take one or two. Uh, and and that's, that's what we're asking, and we're watching for who isn't doing that. But okay. don't, young now, aren't, again, there is, aren't they going to have masks costumes. on? You also about to say, like, you're going to put up a one poster of Freddy Krueger? Like, what? Yeah. Wanted Casper the Ghost. What are you going to do about that guy? Wanted the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. I was going to say, if you hear about something in South County where a Tooth Fairy is wanted for stealing candy, don't look my direction, okay? Steve, if you could, since you are a cornucopia of knowledge, you are a fountain of intelligence could you tell us a little bit about the capital one orange bowl please oh yeah it would be my honor i mean great to have the capital one orange bowl sponsoring my appearances and everyone should get ready for the legendary college football 2022 capital one orange bowl this year friday december 30th hard rock stadium be there as two of the top teams in the nation face off under the lights in what's college football's oldest traditions this year's matchup will feature the ACC champion or the highest ranked ACC team if the champion is in the college football playoff against the top opponent from either the Big Ten the SEC or maybe even Notre Dame enjoy thrilling game action the biggest stars in college football and an iconic South Florida experience it's the Capital One Orange Bowl legends are made who's next get your tickets at orangebowl.org Steve, excellent work as always. We'll do it again next week, okay? See you guys. Theo, nice job uh, on the Telestrator uh, last night with uh, Pierre. Oh, yeah, on, man. Uh, on 5 Sports Live. Well done. Appreciate it. Pierre had, had not, it not, I, I like that beige. I like that beige suit on you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Much love, dog. Appreciate uh, it. I love it. <laughs> that is Steve Pollard Sr., again, the president of Good Karma Brands with Ask Steve's. But – this raises a bigger question, what I brought up about my story from last year at Halloween. Like, these are people, like neighbors, neighbors that we caught on our camera just trying to jack our stuff. And I didn't really know how to go about it because it was so shocking to me. We hadn't really had a ton of interaction with these people. It's always been friendly, like a wave. Like so you knew who it was. Yeah, but I didn't know if I should, like, go over to their house with a bat or what I should do. Like, how do I? So I just hey. did not address it. What? So, yeah, I, but I don't. I don't know. Ken. I just don't yeah. know. This is a golden so do you opportunity. Think that I, hate I that. opened up my. I opened the doors up to being further abused this Halloween by these people. No, For sure, they think the guy across the street is soft now. You should have trolled him. This is what I would have did. I would have took that table the next day, left it on their porch with a note and like something like it. no, 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 with no, a bag like, of dog poop on it. No, 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 no. What dude. are you five? Yeah, what is this? Oh, make sure the steps and poop and then light it on fire and then no. we'll stop on it. 
Like, <laughs> you donate it to them. You're like, the one scared as an act of the five of charity. Like, hey, I can tell it's tough times right now for you and your family. Mm. You can have this table what on, if on it behalf is hard of the times? <laughs> What if it yeah. is hard times for his family? Then, it's then they really feel bad. Yeah, then I, that's true. I guess they really feel like well, crap look, then. If it's hard times, you're the good guy, <laughs> good right. Samaritan neighbor. Right. If it's not hard times and they realize how, how much of idiots they were for trying to steal a table, they feel really foolish. And that, like that's the way you win. Man, I'm trying to how, – how should I, I – mean, so I think it's clear what I did do, which is nothing, was the wrong thing. That was the worst move. <laughs> like doing nothing was the worst thing I did. Dude, could have now done. they can't wait for this year's yeah. Halloween. Yeah, they're, they're, gonna, they're just going to steal plants. They're going to be like, <laughs> what should I have done in that spot? If one of my neighbors uh, looked like on our camera was going to try and steal our like TV dinner table that we put the candy on, <laughs> didn't do it because of the camera. Like they didn't actually commit the infraction, but <laughs> – I didn't say anything to them. How should I have handled that in a civil way where I don't end up like bleeding on the sidewalk? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Box 29. Pierre Garcon with us on a Monday. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We've been talking about absolute trash from the NFL weekend and from the weekend in general because we're not going to not talk about the Canes. Uh, that dream of going to Charlotte, that's ah, about a done deal at this point. Horrible! <laughs> That's uh, a done deal. I'm not as down on them as, say, uh, oh, I don't know, Stone Labanowitz, but you're horrible. not pretty. And I have a confession to make, too. Um, I have a confession about myself. I realized something about myself on Saturday. Oh, you I can't argue wait that for that. I was absolute trash uh, on Saturday. Trash, duh. Trash, duh. Right, Dad. Emphasis on the ED, duh. Mark messages. Works thing this weekend, absolute trash this weekend, was that of the 10 highest paid quarterbacks the only one that won so far is Kirk Cousins coming in at number 10 you've got Mahomes and Carr playing tonight well Mahomes got this so don't worry about it we'll get that back right I feel like the Raiders are yeah the Raiders are our Chiefs beaters though Wait, I mean they the, do it every, each and every year but didn't Josh Tom Allen Brady, Josh Tom, Allen won Josh oh I guess his, his contract not kicked in yet or something or yeah I probably should have oh you know what he just signed that <laughs> extension was that this past offseason yeah. I don't I don't, I don't know. know. Who cares? I don't know. I probably should have fact Who cares? That. It was the Steelers. We can go through the t- – what we'll do, what we'll do, because we're a very organized radio show that informs many people, we'll go through the top ten paid quarterbacks and we'll make sure that we am Budsman yeah. that claim. <laughs> That's right. Okay. We know he, oh, he, we know he took an L. <laughs> we know that guy took an L. The L is for a lot, which is now the excuse injury that he's using. Oh, my goodness. Hey, uh, for all you fantasy fans out there, Underdog fantasy, I tell you about it all the time. It's the best fantasy. It's my fantasy. The easiest place to play fantasy basketball. That's right. That's coming up. Currently the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. That is undisputed. That is period. Notable investors include Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, and a whole lot more. This is how you play. All you do is draft your team. Two guards, two wings, a big, a flex player, and 10 on your bench. That's it. For fantasy basketball, you automatically get the highest scoring players from your team and your lineup each week of the season. So you don't have to sit there and manage and manage and manage and waste your time. The highest scoring teams at the end of the season win cold, hard cash 
moolah, whatever you want to call it with Underdog Fantasy. Enter the Double Dribble Tournament. Win your share of $200,000 in total prizes. Now that, that is big time. And it's so easy. Stone's been playing it. I've been playing it. Pierre, I can see his eyes right now. This man doesn't have to worry about money, but he's he is intrigued it. by it. He's thinking, thinking about, about it. it. He's thinking about it. This dude's just traveling the world. He's like, you know what? I can win a share of $200,000 just playing fantasy Why basketball not? at Underdog Fantasy. I'll All start right. watching. I'm in. Absolutely. It is simple to get started. Sign up today with the promo code WESTPALM. All one word. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit UnderdogFantasy.com. Find him in the App Store with the promo code WESTPALM. All one word, doubling your deposit up to $100. Get out on the action. Get out on the best fantasy. That's Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. Monday means Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He'll be in tomorrow as well. PR Garcon popping in, making sure that he's making an appearance as we get through week five of the NFL. Always good to have him. Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. Absolute trash. From the weekend, this based oh, off oh. of. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I legit thought you were going at Stone. Oh, oh, oh. You said Stone Labanowitz, absolute trash. Hold on, we got to get that clip. Me, oh, I just clipped it. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've mentioned it, I felt apologetic, but that is going to come in handy. I yeah. feel like later on. That might have been 100%. the best possible lack of spacing I could have come up with. Uh, unintentional, of course, but the absolute trash from the weekend in sports. There was a lot of it. Mets fans. You went through the ringer. Last night, absolute trash. Playing uh, Timmy Trumpet for Edwin Diaz, down 4-0 the 8th when he comes out of the bullpen. That was trash. And they immediately ripped two off. (laughs) Exactly, right. And it took no time at all for them to (laughs) trumpet one off the wall. Yeah, Uh, but, uh, but there was plenty of football trash, plenty of baseball trash, plenty of college football trash. It's all out there. But Ryan Clark... This comes from him saying, hey, that 15-yard penalty against the Falcons roughing the passer when Tom Brady winding complained his way to a game-ending penalty, that's trash. And boy, was it trash. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Ernesto is in Boyd. What's up, Ernesto? Hello, fellas! <laughs> Welcome to Monday Morning Friday! Oh, Let's go! You... Jesus, what a Monday! <laughs> yes, I, I can say, I can say yes, that, that the mess, yeah, that kind of, yeah, that was horrible, that was disgusting. 162 games of what? Of what? What did I just see? My baseball team, my son's baseball team could have gotten more hits. What the <laughs> hell happened? Anyway. How about them Giants? I'm Let's telling you. Man. I'm telling you. What Brian Dable, on, baby. Brian Dable is everything is advertised, man. That dude is he a is, maestro. Man. They're, they're playing for him. Danny Dimes is actually not doing anything but throwing dimes. Not throwing interceptions. Oh, my God. Like, it's, 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 it's a good, now, you know what? It sets up for next week because... The Cowboys and Philly are playing each other, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to see. Yeah, that's the nice little thing I want to see for next week. Hello, boys. Have a good day. All right, Ernesto, Hello. appreciate you. I'm glad to hear someone's happy on this Monday. We need a new nickname for Daniel Jones because Danny Dime—he—he he, he doesn't deliver. He doesn't dimes. throw dimes. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, uh, Danny Dimes is a pretty how nice. About, nickname, how about though. Danny Dagger? Danny Danny Daggers. I, I like just, Danny Dash. Danny Dash. I like because oh, he's on the move. 
Because right. we, we can't – but Danny Dimes is a great nickname. Uh, one of the top ten nicknames in the NFL, if it made sense. Right, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just <Yeah>. doesn't make <laughs> no. sense. So I think we should workshop some new nicknames for him. I like Danny Dash. Just Ernesto, Danny you Dash can pick up bad. on that too. Now, the thing with Daniel Jones is that he's not exceptionally quick, but he also – like Pierre was saying earlier, when, when I had the ball, I was the hammer. Daniel Jones <laughs> is actually delivering punishment yeah. to people. And he has top end speed. He's oh, yeah, that's quick. true. That's true. That's a good point. When he All gets right, going, Danny he Dash. moves. Danny Dash is fine. Is he? How do you feel about his speed? He's 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 athletic. I'm, all I remember is that one time he tripped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was running too fast. And and what happened. Planet, but, right, right. He didn't but he, get caught, though. He, yes. So He didn't yeah. get caught. He I fell. like Danny Dash. We're, we're, we're talking about not being Danny Dimes. He was 21 and 27 yesterday. Yeah, but like Dimes. But, yeah, that means you're like ripping apart a defense. Yeah. Those are layups. Like his throws it's like Danny Dumpoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Danny Dumpoff. Danny Dumpoff. Because like at least seven of those were the Saquon. <laughs> right. And he had no yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Slayton was all over the middle slants and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Are are the New York teams good? Are, are are we? I I trust the Giants more than I do the Jets, but it's largely because I trust the coach in blue than well, I trust I'm in not green. Sold on either of them. Near, I'm not yeah, sold, I'm not no, sold I'm not sold on either of them either. But I think like just the way the Giants scheme things and the way that they have miraculously found competence in what they already had or lack thereof, and then don't have because of injury. Or because of petulant behavior, like, I don't know. Brian Dable, I think, can coach circles Ron Robert Sala. I mean, no doubt. This kill list, we talk about it a lot on, on our show, but, but the Jets, they're 3-2, and two, and it's Jacoby Brissett, it's Mitch Trubisky, Kenny and Pickett. Skyler Thompson. And then a combination of Bridgewater For slash Skyler Thompson. And so Skyler Thompson. The Jets haven't beat anybody worthy of anything right now. No. So definitely the Giants, Giants have the they resume Yeah. Yeah, the Giants have the resume wins for sure. Yeah. It's wild. Like, I... But if you're a Giants fan, how can you not see that and think to yourself, well, maybe there's something here? Because what if they could get in an offensive rhythm? Saquon's been healthy to this point. Like maybe they could be t- tough enough to get into the postseason and win a game in the postseason. Aren't they following like the old-school Rex Ryan Jets approach? Yeah. Like plod your way to a point <laughs> until you can D up in the postseason? I don't know how much Saquon can carry this team for. Yeah. yeah, before he breaks I, I, I again. Before he breaks again. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about that. I also, it's funny that. I like watching them play, though. Like, the, they're, they're rough, it's but creative it's, offense. it's creative. Yeah. yeah. I, the one thing I'll say about them, and, and this is why it's funny to me that Steve brought up his Giants in, in a juxtaposition with the Panthers of my former fandom. Um, I feel like the Panthers have a better roster. They have more talent throughout their roster sure, they could. offensively yeah. and really even defensively. But what Dayball is doing with what he has is he's like maximizing the hell out of it to a yeah. point where like that's that's part of the reason why Matt Rule has to go. Like because he, he can't even he's not even in the same universe as Brian Dable from a coaching brain. At all. And it's like if you're not gonna be an inspiring leader or an offensive mastermind or somebody that maximizes your roster, then what the hell are you doing here other than racking up losses eleven and twenty seven yeah. versus Dayball who through five games, has the Giants 4-1 with Danny Dimes on a – oops, Danny Dash. Dan, uh, Danny, Danny Dash, Dumpoff. Danny Dumpoff on a broken ankle. Not broken, but, you know, a hurt ankle mm-hmm. beating Aaron Rodgers but Theo, in a but, standalone game. But, Theo, it took seven years for, for Jay-Z oh, to kind of become famous that. and stuff. So can it takes we, time. Can we, can we hear that one more time? <laughs> can we hear that one more time? Uh, this is the great – 
Matt Rule when he tried to compare himself to Jay-Z as he was pleading for a full seven years as the head coach of the Panthers. But I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. <laughs> it, took, it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous, to become an overnight sensation. Like, How many people in that media room were at that moment like, oh, man, he's right. Like, what a great call. That that man can relate to his players. <laughs> He's right. The funniest part of, of all of it, I know the Jay-Z comparison is what steals the show, but the beginning part where he says, hey, it's happening. I'm, I'm just so sorry that you guys can't see it yet. Yeah, yeah it's so <laughs> condescending. Let's hear it one more time because then I also, apologize. when he brings up Jay-Z, I'm trying to decide if Matt Rule, he laughs because <laughs> he, he didn't know if he was making an analogy that actually made sense or he was like laughing at himself. Like, So you're right. There's the condescending part and then you'll hear him laugh at himself and I think that he started getting into the analogy and then he was like, oh God, I wonder if I'm going to get called on to this because I might be really wrong in what I'm saying right now. Here's the great Matt Rule, who's now fired. But I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. It took, it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous. Oh, oh man. Oh, <laughs> cool, Matt. Man. Matt Rule's going to get a college job next year. Yeah, and they're probably going to be good. Yeah. He's probably going to have a good college program again. He's good to rebuild. He's a good rebuilding coach. He's not a guy who's going to ever maximize like supreme talent. Steve was calling for him to get another NFL job. Steve Pollitt Sr. I didn't want to I didn't want to pour it on at that point. I wanted to I say know. this guy's going to be in I college. Mean, Pierre, I think Theo's going to call Steve after the show. He is personally <laughs> is offended yes, at the upset. endorsement that Steve Pollitt Sr. gave Matt Rule. I just don't it there's He said it was bizarre that he got fired. He it, it's one thing to be <laughs> that like That word did come out. You're right. He's 11 and 27. <laughs> It's one thing for Steve to be like, hey, look, you know, Matt Rule didn't get a fair enough shake. He had Baker Mayfield at quarterback, maybe a couple more, whatever. He thought it was bizarre that Matt Rule got fired, and that was ridiculous. What was the biggest example of absolute trash from the sports weekend? And are the New York teams good? Are the Jets and Giants good? Is it just one of them? Is it neither of them? And this is just a bad NFL this year? Like, I don't know. I truly don't know. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We keep KP into your calls when we come back. Social media as well, at KLV1063. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Pierre Garcon, WPTV News Channel 5, yeah. WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. <laughs> I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We've been talking about absolute trash from the NFL weekend and from the weekend in general because we're not going to not talk about the Canes. Uh, that dream of going to Charlotte, that's ah, about a done deal at this point. Horrible! <laughs> That's uh, a done deal. I'm not as down on them as, say, uh, oh, I don't know, Stone Labanowitz, but you're horrible. not pretty. And I have a confession to make, too. Um, I have a confession about myself. I realized something about myself on Saturday. Oh, you I can can't argue wait that for that. I was absolute trash uh, on Saturday. Trash, duh. Trash, duh. Right, yeah. Emphasis on the ED, duh. Mark messages. Works thing this weekend, absolute trash this weekend, was that of the 10 highest paid quarterbacks the only one that won so far is Kirk Cousins coming in at number 10 
You forgot Mahomes and Carr playing tonight. Well, Mahomes got this, so don't worry about it. We'll get that back right. I feel like the Raiders are, yeah, the Raiders are, are Chiefs beaters, though. Wait, I mean, they the, do it every, each and every year. But didn't Josh Tom Allen? Brady, Josh Allen won. Josh oh, I guess his, is his contract not kicked in yet or something? Or Yeah, I probably should have. Oh, you know what? He just signed that <laughs> extension. Was that this past offseason? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I don't know. Who cares? I don't know. I probably should have fact-checked. Who cares? That. It was the Steelers. We can go through the t- – what we'll do, what we'll do, because we're a very organized radio show that informs many people, we'll go through the top ten paid quarterbacks and we'll make sure that we am budsman yeah. that claim. <laughs> That's right. Okay. We know he Oh, he we know he took an L. <laughs> we know that guy took an L. The L is for a lot, which is now the excuse injury that he's using. Oh, my goodness. Hey, uh, for all you <laughs> fantasy fans out there, Underdog fantasy, I tell you about it all the time. It's the best fantasy. It's my fantasy. The easiest place to play fantasy basketball. That's right. That's coming up. Currently the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. That is undisputed. That is period. Notable investors include Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, and a whole lot more. This is how you play. All you do is draft your team. Two guards, two wings, a big, a flex player, and 10 on your bench. That's it. For fantasy basketball, you automatically get the highest scoring players from your team and your lineup each week of the season. So you don't have to sit there and manage and manage and manage and waste your time. The highest scoring teams at the end of the season win cold, hard cash, moolah, whatever you want to call it with underdog fantasy. Enter the double dribble tournament, win your share of $200,000 in total prizes. Now that, that is big time. And it's so easy. Stone's been playing it. I've been playing it. Pierre, I can see his eyes right now. This man doesn't have to worry about money, but he's he is intrigued it. by it. He's thinking, thinking about, about it. it. He's thinking about it. This dude's just traveling the world. He's like, you know what? I can win a share of $200,000 just playing fantasy Why basketball not? at Underdog Fantasy. I'll All start right. watching. I'm in, absolutely. <laughs> it is simple to get started. Sign up today with the promo code WESTPALM. All one word. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit UnderdogFantasy.com. Find him in the App Store with the promo code WESTPALM. All one word, doubling your deposit up to $100. Get out on the action. Get out on the best fantasy. That's Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. Monday means Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He'll be in tomorrow as well. Pierre Garçon popping in, making sure that he's making an appearance as we get through week five of the NFL. Always good to have him. Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. Absolute trash. From the weekend, this based oh, off oh. of. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I legit thought you were going at Stone. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Stone Labanowitz, absolute trash. Hold on, we, gotta, me, we gotta get that clip. Me, oh, I just clipped it. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've mentioned it, I felt apologetic, but that is going to come in handy. I yeah. feel like later on. That might have been 100%. the best possible lack of spacing I could have come up with. Uh, unintentional, of course. But the absolute trash from the weekend in sports. There was a lot of it. Mets fans. You went through the ringer. Last night, absolute trash. Playing uh, Timmy Trumpet for Edwin Diaz, down 4-0 the 8th when he comes out of the bullpen. That was trash. And they immediately ripped two off. Exactly, right. And it took no time at all for them to (laughs) trumpet one off the wall. Yeah, Uh, but, uh, but there was plenty of football trash, plenty of baseball trash, plenty of college football trash. It's all out there. But Ryan Clark... This comes from him saying, hey, that 15-yard penalty against the Falcons roughing the passer when Tom Brady winding complained his way to a game-ending penalty, that's trash. And boy, was it trash. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Ernesto is in Boyd. What's up, Ernesto? 
Hello, fellas. <laughs> Welcome to Monday Morning Friday. Oh, Let's go. You. Jesus, what a Monday. <laughs> yes, I, I can say, I can say yes, that, that the match, yeah, that kind of, yeah, that was horrible. That was disgusting. 162 games of what? Of what? What did I just see? My baseball team, my son's baseball team could have gotten more hits. What the <laughs> hell happened? Anyway. How about them Giants? I'm Let's telling you. I'm telling you. Well, Brian Dable. Go, baby. Brian Dable is everything is advertised, man. That dude is he a is, maestro. Man. They're, they're playing for him. Danny Dimes is actually not doing anything but throwing dimes. Not throwing interceptions. Oh, my God. Like, it's, 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 it's a good, now, you know what? It sets up for next week. Because... The Cowboys and Philly are playing each other, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to see. Yeah, that's the nice little thing I want to see for next week. Hello, boys. Have a good day. All right, Ernesto, oh. appreciate you. I'm glad to hear someone's happy on this Monday. We need a new nickname for Daniel Jones because Danny Dimes—he—he he, he doesn't deliver. He doesn't dimes. throw dimes. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, uh, Danny Dimes is a pretty how nice. About, nickname, how about though. Danny Dagger? Danny Danny Dagger's. I, I like just, Danny Dash. Danny Dash. I like because oh, he's yeah. on the move. Because right. we, we can't, but Danny Dimes is a great nickname. Uh, one of the top ten nicknames in the NFL, if it made sense. Right, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just <Yeah>. doesn't make <laughs> no. sense. So I think we should workshop some new nicknames for him. I like Danny Dash. Just Ernesto, Danny you Dash can pick up bad. on that too. Now, the thing with Daniel Jones is that he's not exceptionally quick, but he also, like Pierre was saying earlier, when, when I had the ball, I was the hammer. Daniel Jones <laughs> is actually delivering punishment yeah. to people. And he has top end speed. Oh, yeah, that's quick. true. That's true. That's a good point. When he All gets right, going, Danny he Dash. moves. Danny Dash is fine. Is he, how do you feel about his speed? He's, he's, he's athletic. I'm, all I remember is that one time he tripped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was running too fast. And and what happened, but, right, right. He didn't but he, get caught, though. He, yes. So He didn't yeah. get caught. He I fell. like Danny Dash. We're, we're, we're talking about not being Danny Dimes. He was 21 and 27 yesterday. Yeah, but like Dimes. But, yeah, that means you're like ripping apart a defense. Yeah. Those are layups. Like his throws it's like Danny Dumpoff. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Danny Dumpoff. Danny Dumpoff. Because like at least seven of those were the Saquon. <laughs> right. And he had no yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Slayton was all over the middle slants and right. stuff. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Are are the New York teams good? Are, are are we? I I trust the Giants more than I do the Jets, but it's largely because I trust the coach in blue than well, I trust I'm in not green. Sold on either of them. Near, I'm not yeah, sold, I'm not no, sold I'm not sold on either, either of them either. But I think like just the way the Giants scheme things and the way that they have miraculously found competence in what they already had or lack thereof, and then don't have because of injury. Or because of petulant behavior, like, I don't know. Brian Dable, I think, can coach circles Ron Robert Sala. I mean, no doubt. This kill list, we talk about it a lot on, on our show, but but the Jets, they're 3-2, and two, and it's Jacoby Brissett, it's Mitch Trubisky, Kenny it's Pickett. Skyler Thompson. And then a combination of Bridgewater For slash Skyler Thompson. And so Skyler Thompson. The Jets haven't beat anybody worthy of anything right now. No. So definitely the Giants, Giants have the they resume just beat Aaron Yeah. Yeah, the Giants have the resume wins for sure. Yeah. It's wild. Like, I... But if you're a Giants fan, how can you not see that and think to yourself, well, maybe there's something here? Because what if they could get in an offensive rhythm? Saquon's been healthy to this point. Like maybe they could be t- tough enough to get into the postseason and win a game in the postseason. Aren't they following like the old-school Rex Ryan Jets approach? Yeah. Like plod your way to a point <laughs> until you can D up in the postseason? I don't know how much Saquon can carry this team for. 
Yeah. Before he breaks again. Before he breaks again. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about that. I also, it's funny that. I like watching them play, though. Like, the, they're they're rough, it's but creative it's, offense. it's creative. Yeah. yeah. I The one thing I'll say about them, and, and this is why it's funny to me that Steve brought up his Giants in, in a juxtaposition with the Panthers of my former fandom. Um, I feel like the Panthers have a better roster. They have more talent throughout their roster. Sure, they could. Offensively yeah. and really even defensively. But what Dayball is doing with what he has is he's, like, maximizing the hell out of it to a yeah. point where, like, that's that's part of the reason why Matt Rule has to go. Because like, he can't even – he's not even in the same universe as Brian Dable from a coaching brain. At all. And it's like if you're not going to be an inspiring leader or an offensive mastermind or somebody that maximizes your roster, then what the hell are you doing here other than racking up losses 11-27 and 27 yeah. versus Dayball who through five games has the Giants 4-1 and one with Danny Dimes on a – Oops, Danny Dash. Dan, uh, Danny, Danny Dash. Dump off. Danny Dump off on a broken ankle. Not broken, but, you know, a hurt ankle mm-hmm. beating Aaron Rodgers but Theo, in a but, standalone game. But, Theo, it took seven years for, for Jay-Z oh, to kind of become famous that. and stuff. So can it takes we, time. Can we, can we hear that one more time? <laughs> can we hear that one more time? Uh, this is the great Matt Rule when he tried to compare himself to Jay-Z as he was pleading for a full seven years as the head coach of the Panthers. But I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. It took, it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous, to become an overnight sensation. Like, How many people in that media room were at that moment like, oh, man, he's right. Like what a great call! That that man can relate to his players. <laughs> He's right. The funniest part of, of all of it, I know the Jay Z comparison is what steals the show, but the beginning part where he says, "Hey, it's happening." I'm I'm just so sorry that you guys can't see it yet. Yeah, yeah, it's so <laughs> condescending. Let's hear it one more time because then I also apologize. when he brings up Jay Z, I'm trying to decide if Matt Rule he laughs because <laughs> he he didn't know if he was making an analogy that actually made sense or he was like laughing at himself. Like, so you're right. There's the condescending part, and then you'll hear him laugh at himself. And I think that. He started getting into the analogy, and then he was like, oh, God, I wonder if I'm going to get called on to this because I might be really wrong in what I'm saying right now. Here's the great Matt Rule, who's now fired. But I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. It took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous. Uh. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> cool, Matt. Man. Matt Rule's going to get a college job next year. Yeah, and they're probably going to be good. Yeah. He's probably going to have a good college program again. He's good to rebuild. He's a good rebuilding coach. He's not a guy who's going to ever maximize, like, supreme talent. Steve was calling for him to get another NFL job. Steve Pollitt Sr. I didn't want to I didn't want to pour it on at that point. I wanted to I say, know. this guy's going to be in I college. Mean, I think if Theo's going to call Steve after the show, he is personally <laughs> he is offended yes, at the upset. endorsement that Steve Pollitt Sr. gave Matt Rule. I just don't. It, there's. He said it was bizarre that he got fired. He, it, it's one thing to be <laughs> that like, word did come out. You're right. He's 11 and 27. <laughs> it's one thing for Steve to be like, hey, look, you know, Matt Rule didn't get a fair enough shake. He had Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Maybe a couple more. Whatever. He thought it was bizarre that Matt Rule got fired, and that was ridiculous. What was the biggest example of absolute trash from the sports weekend? And are the New York teams good? Are the Jets and Giants good? Is it just one of them? Is it neither of them, and this is just a bad NFL this year? Like, I don't know. I truly don't know. 
760-3776. We keep keeping your calls when we come back. Social media as well, at KLV1063. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Pierre Garçon, WPTV News Channel 5, yeah. WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. <laughs> I'm live on ESPN 1063.